I'm Charles Boda, and this is your Diz Daily Fix for September 4th, 2018. Disney Cruise Line may be looking to expand its presence in Miami. Uh, according to the agenda for an upcoming board meeting of the Miami-Dade County Commission, Disney is looking to use Port Miami as a home base for two large ships starting in January 2023 and January 2024, and is working with the port to get a new terminal in place which could accommodate them. Disney would be working with Miami-Dade County on a memorandum of understanding for the new terminal. Now, the Disney Magic sails from Port Miami several months of the year already, but this new terminal on the south side of the port would allow for ships up to 3,500 passengers to use the port as well. Disney has had an agreement in place that guarantees them berthing rights at, the terminal, at terminal F since 2012. Now, the agreement does expire at the end of September, but the Magic is still scheduled to return to Port Miami in December. There is no word on which Disney ship would use the new terminal, uh, whether Disney would relocate the Dreamer Fantasy or run any of its three new ships out of there. Those three additional ships to Disney Cruise Line are scheduled for completion in 2021, 22, and 23. Now, Miami-Dade County uh, Mayor Carlos A. Jimenez said that uh, investing in Port Miami's infrastructure positions Miami as a global destination for visitors. We couldn't be more excited to work with Disney on expanding growth opportunities in Miami-Dade County. Uh, there you go. Uh, Disney has won the most recent battle and a long-running back-and-forth with Redbox. A judge has ruled that Redbox may no longer sell digital download codes taken from Disney combo packs. Now, the current confrontation between the two companies revolves around Redbox's practice of breaking down Disney combo packs, which include DVDs, Blu-rays, and digital download codes, and then offering them separately. Now, those codes uh, would allow a purchaser to get a digital version of the film online, and Disney has been attempting to halt Redbox from reselling those codes. Uh, Disney filed a copyright lawsuit, to which Redbox filed a copyright misuse countersuit, claiming that Disney was in violation of the first sale doctrine. Now, that doctrine allows the purchaser of a copyrighted work to resell or destroy said work at their own discretion. So think buying a book and then reselling it to someone else after you've read it. Now, as there was no physical copy, just a retrieval code, Disney had argued that the first sale uh, doctrine did not apply to those codes. Now, Redbox won that first round of lit uh, litigation with U.S. District Court Judge Dean Pregerson ruling that Disney had misused copyrights for certain films. That ruling was largely based on the language used on the packaging itself, which read, codes are not for sale or transfer, and qualified that the user must be the owner of the physical product that accompanied the digital code at the time of purchase. A Pregerson found that this language unrightfully restricted the transfer of physical copies by leveraging the digital content inside the combo packs, as the customer wouldn't be able to dispose of the physical copy and still access the digital content. Now, Disney has since changed the language on their packs, starting with uh, the combo pack for Black Panther. The combo pack now is a warning which reads, digital code redemption requires prior acceptance of license terms and conditions, and the digital code contained in this package may not be sold separately, among a few other things. Now, the judge sides with Disney on this new warning and has halted Redbox from reselling any of the download codes associated with them, uh, associated with the film. Now, Redbox's current stance is that this is still a victory for the consumer, as they claim to have never had any plans to sell download codes from Black Panther, saying, 
Disney, therefore, has not been damaged by Redbox's business practices, and the ruling compels no change in Redbox's business practices. The same isn't true for Disney. In addition to having been forced to change misleading language on its packaging and its website, Disney now must offer consumers the ability to return digital codes or combo packs for a refund if they disagree with digital license terms. So a win for Redbox, according to them. Uh, lastly, Disneyland has added some new restaurants to its list of mobile order-friendly eateries, with more to come next month. Uh, mobile ordering allows guests to use the Disneyland app to choose and customize meals, pay for them, and pick them up at a separate queue with uh, less of a wait or no wait. Now, this month's additions include Harbor Gallery and the Tiki Juice Bar at Disneyland Park and Bayside Brews at California Adventure. Now, next month, the Disneyland Park will also add Idlevice Snacks, Stage Door Cafe, Refreshment Corner, and Royal Street Veranda to that list. Now, for the full list of restaurants with mobile order capability in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resorts, go to wdwinfo.com and visit our mobile ordering pages. Now, today's featured article puts the spotlight on a character beloved by Disney fans whose presence in the parks has diminished but never disappeared. In Disney's fascination with Mr. Toad, Spencer Wright follows the character from his humble beginnings in The Wind in the Willows up through his storied history in Disneyland and Walt Disney World. So make sure to give that a read today. Now, this week's featured column is another installment of uh, Jackie's Spoonful of Pixie Dust, where our senior content director, Jackie Gailey, will share how spending time in Epcot's World Showcase with your teenager can be a whole lot of fun. And make sure to check that out on Wednesday. Now, trending on the boards today is a thread on the Disney Cruise Line forum titled, Do You Ever Think Disney Will Adjust Its Thinking on Wi-Fi on Board? That was started by poster Simple Ohio. In the thread, posters are discussing the quality of Wi-Fi offered by Royal Caribbean versus Disney Cruise Line and pondering whether or not Disney will make theirs better with each ship's dry dock or even with the brand new ships that are coming soon. So stop by disboards.com to join in on that interesting discussion. At 1 o'clock, make sure to give the Dis Unplugged Walt Disney World edition a look where we'll be discussing all of this week's uh, Disney news and engaging in some lively discourse. Um, you can check that out on disunplugged.com at 1 p.m. today. Now for the weather today, Orlando will have scattered showers and thunderstorms, a high of 90 and a low of 76 with a 40% chance of rain. Now similar weather is in store tomorrow and conceivably every day for the rest of time. Um, those in Anaheim will see a cloudy morning with sunny afternoon skies with a high of 85 and a low of 68. Now, for information on everything I've mentioned, go to wdwinfo.com slash dailyfix, and that will be it for me today. But join us again tomorrow for another installment of your Diz Daily Fix.